Hey out there to all people, and inconsequential bullies, this is Up All Night, a horror anthology podcast. I'm Brandon, and with me is the guy that loves taking pictures of absolutely nothing, Cortland. How are you doing, Cortland? I'm doing good, Brandon. I can't stop myself, okay? I see film, I gotta use it. Yeah? Yeah. Everything. I know. I just, you know what I hate, though? Digital cameras, because they have infinite film. How dare they? That's disgusting. If it's not wasting resources, then no Exactly. What's the point? Gosh. I just want (laughs) to take pictures of my neighbors mowing water in their grass and stuff. Yeah. You gotta see what Guy Fieri's up to. I kind of want to know what Guy Fieri's doing right now. Probably sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 3 a.m. in California right now. (laughs) What we all wish we could be doing. Dude, right? Sleeping's the best. It really is. I feel like half the episodes we start out talking about how sleep is the best. Well, the problem is is that I just got up from sleeping and you want to go to sleep. Yeah, I guess that is kind of just a common thread running through every episode. It's kind of perfect. We're both up all night, essentially. We're both sleepy. I I just got, I gotta gotta wake. Anyway, I'm doing good, Brandon. Oh, that's so good, good today. I know. I had a pretty great week of doing nothing. I didn't oh, do much. Yeah. I know, right? All right. I, I played a lot of games, so I started playing Resident Evil, the original remake Ooh. on on Twitter. No, what? On Twitch. What am I talking about? What the and, hell are uh, you talking about? I'm a mess, Brandon, okay? I didn't get a lot of sleep because I've been just up until up, like folks. two AM every every fucking We're night. We're Because I was playing Resident Evil and I'm like halfway done with it and it's going great. What a great game. Well, that's good. That is an amazing game. I played it for the first time with you. And that's still the only time I've ever played it. I think that's the last time that I. Well, I didn't play it. I watched you play it. But that counts, right? Yeah. That's the last time I. You were pretty much telling me what to do. So, like, you were playing it via my fingers i was yeah i was basically like push hold r2 push l1 yeah you were like alexa walk forward and i was like yes Cortland. (laughs) that's great it's great so yeah i'm playing that i put it on uh like super baby easy mode though so zombies take like two shots and then they fall down and i'm like this is a lot easier than i remember Hmm. (laughs) maybe i should probably ump the difficulty just a little bit but the thing is brandon i'm 33 years old i ain't got time for hard stuff (laughs) Oh my god, I'm right there with you. I play on baby mode, and it's easy. So basically what I'm trying to say is I can never play Ninja Gaiden Black again, because it would destroy me. Yeah, don't have time for that. And you get old. Nope. Too many games, not enough time. Exactly. I'm like, fuck, I gotta do this, gotta do that. Baby easy mode it is. <laughs> that sounds like a lovely week. Yeah, it's been pretty great. Except for the part where I... Go to sleep at like two o'clock in the morning, and then I wake up at seven o'clock to go to work. But like, whatever. Sleep is for the week, you know. I got fine. Yeah, sleep is the worst. <laughs> oh, I wish I could be sleeping right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get through this episode blah, 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 at the end. Bark, 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 bark. Done. Um, <laughs> now, now, how was your week, Brandon? Did you do anything uh, my- pretty great? I didn't do anything out of the ordinary, of course, because that's that's not my lifestyle. It's uh, it's okay. It's the same thing every day. Hey, you did send me a picture of a lizard, though. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw a lizard. That's the highlight of my week. (laughs) (laughs) You saw a cute lizard in Australia. He peeked his head out and was like, how you doing, buddy? And I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to take a picture of him. And then he disappeared. You know what? So. Um, I have a friend who lives in a house, okay, believe it or not. And uh, anyway, we had to go to her house because she, like, works 12 hours a day at her job. And she was like, hey, can you come over and, and take out my dog every once in a while? And we were like, yeah, sure. So that's what we do. Anyway, okay. I was at her house the other day, and I saw a frog. 
right? So I sent a picture of it, and I was like, oh, I Snapchatted her. I was like, hey, you got a good luck frog here. It's blessing your house. It was really cute. The next day, we went over there, and I saw a snake. And I was like, oh, my God, you got so many wild animals over here. The snake is huge. It's adorable, too. I'm sure it's blessing your house, right? The day after that, she sent me a picture of that snake eating the frog. And she was oh, like, well, no. my luck is gone. I was oh, like, my damn. God. What, an, what a conclusion to that tragedy saga. tragedy in slow motion. <laughs> yeah, right. It was just like, wow, that's wild. <laughs> And that was the highlight of my rest week, in for peace, sure. frog. Yeah. Poor frog. Oh, man. Poor frog. Somebody came up to me um, on the watch party last week because we watched uh, watched Perfect School, and mm-hmm. the mom and dad from Perfect School. We didn't we didn't cover them, right? And by somebody, uh, I, I mean Matt. So. It was Matt. He asked me to specifically say Matt. And I said, "Yeah, I'll do that." So it was Matt. Matt. He loves to recommend the tale of the misfortune cookie to me. It's kind of his thing. Love him for it. Uh, just. <laughs> googled imdb as if that's what i wanted i'm getting to the point of this just give me a couple of seconds there we go okay so matt came up to me in the in the watch party and he's like hey the dad from the perfect school i recognize him and i was like oh yeah okay what was he from because we didn't look at him right no because they don't matter to the episode at all no right 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 but but i'm looking at him now on imdb and he was one of the people he was one of the dads in jumanji he was kirsten dunce's dad in jumanji no shit yeah. See, I cannot picture in my head the dad from Perfect School even a little bit. I I couldn't me if either. you described him to me. But you say the dad from Jumanji and boom, right in my head, like crystal clear. It's not Robin Williams's dad, but it's Kirsten no, Dunst's dad the end. So from the ending. Like you, yeah. I don't want to. Well, they're like, anything. oh, we're gonna go skiing, and they're like, fucking don't, don't do it. Yeah, that part. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, that was him, and uh, he went on from Jumanji to be like, I gotta step my game up. I gotta be in the perfect school <laughs> <laughs> for one scene. Yeah, so that's pretty. That's pretty. Oh, cool. well, there there was that that very iconic scene where he's like, oh, I want to come back for the peach cobbler or whatever it was. I want that fucking peach cobbler, bitches. Yeah, there was that part. <laughs> I remember that. Clear it was a different day. time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that uh, Matt. He was like, hey, you got to talk about that. Oh, thank I was you, like, Matt. All right, Matt. I'll do it. Thanks, Matt. We're still not watching Misfortune Cookie for the third time on live stream, so I am never that's going to watch Misfortune Cookie again. And no. yeah, that's my pledge for my life. That's my you need to New quit Year's all resolution. the hubba about Misfortune Cookie. <laughs> and that's yeah. all I'd like to say about Misfortune Cookie. <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying Misfortune Cookie. <laughs> Please stop. No. <laughs> all right. Well, uh. I'm going to say Werewolf Skin Part Two. What is what does that make you think of Cortland? You know what, Brandon uh werewolf skin part two look i knew it was going to be better than part one and it definitely is way better than part one things actually happen i kind of like it a little bit i, I kind of okay. like some things about it you know there's a lot All of right. like camp a lot of camp in this episode yeah it possibly leans a little more ron oliver than part one yeah a lot of ridiculous things happen in this episode mostly with a shovel if <laughs> i'm being quite honest with you mostly <laughs> yes, with a shovel we, we will talk about the shovel <laughs> The star of the episode, perhaps. Yeah, my favorite character of this episode is definitely a shovel. Um, <laughs> Which says a lot about the whole thing, but that is a damn nice shovel. I will say, Brandon, there was one thing that just didn't make any sense to me, but the episode kind of explains it a little bit, so I'm happy with that. And we'll yeah. get to that towards the end, because it's kind of a spoiler. Oh, a little tease. Okay. Yeah. What did you think, though? What did you think about Werewolf Skin? I want to know. Oh, boy. Um, When I... When I got near the end of this episode, when there was like 
maybe three minutes left or something. I checked the time and I was like, okay, certainly I'm halfway through this episode because not much has happened and like Mm -hmm. something's got to happen. And then I saw the episode was almost over and I was like, wait, that's it? Mm -hmm. That happened to me too. So it's not much werewolf in werewolf skin. No, no, it's more... It's more nothing. More, which more is nothing. About the, more nothing. About the first yeah. <laughs> more of that nothing thing. There is, by the way, a really fucking sweet explosion that happens. But oh. <laughs> besides that. We will also talk about that. <laughs> all right. We're There's getting to, into like things. all the interesting parts of this episode already. Well, spoilers again. It happens in the last like two minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> probably just, why don't we just skip ahead to the last two minutes, okay? Okay. Uh, well, with just two minutes left in the episode, <laughs> that's when Alex decides to do everything interesting. Yes. All right, let's just talk about it from the beginning. So the episode begins with a recap, as all two-parters do, except this recap is only like 30 seconds long, which... Nice. It's, yeah, you could say it's like compact, but Perfect School's recap was almost half the episode. It had a lot (laughs) to unpack there. It's still going on right now, yeah. (laughs) This one kept it a tight 30 seconds, and it's still mostly filler from part one. It is, yeah, like you get the scene of like Aunt Marta being like, Oh, I'm a jerk. Oh, I fucking French toast and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That bitch loves French toast, by the way. <laughs> you could trim part one down to like, don't go in the woods. Oh, you went in the woods. And then start right up on part two. Yeah. And then two werewolves are attacking you in your second floor of your house. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yep, I know how we got here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. Thanks for the recap. So when we, get, when we get back into the episode, we begin where we left off with... A werewolf trying to make its way into Alex's window, except now we can clearly see that it's actually two werewolves. Yes. The camera rocks back and forth like it's an old sailing vessel, which it does for a mm. lot of this episode. A lot of very interesting camera work in this episode, I will say. There's a part where uh, it happens for a long time, and we'll talk about that. Yeah. I loved it. Yes. Alex thinks fast and does the only thing that comes to him. He picks up his camera, and he takes pictures of the werewolves. He's seen Haunted House Game. He knows how this works. Yeah, that seems to be the ticket in all these Goosebumps stories. I find it interesting that, uh, you know, he took a picture of something good for once. Yeah. I, I so didn't think he had it Here's how the episode should have ended. He, he takes a picture of these two werewolves trying to murder him, and then mm-hmm. he submits that to the Chillers contest, and boom, he gets his thousand bucks. And that's the end. So basically this episode could be summed up about the first two minutes, Bark, 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 we're done here. I mean, you could have added that 30-second scene you just described to the end of part one, and we could have cut out this whole part two, and then maybe this episode wouldn't have gone over budget and sank this whole series. Oh my gosh. All the budgets in the shovel later. (laughs) (laughs) The flash from the camera scares the monsters off, and Alex immediately runs to the window to see that they are nowhere to be found now. Yes, he immediately runs to the window to hopefully get eviscerated by them, but mm, he doesn't. Darn. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but I'm smarter than Alex. The next morning, Alex is asleep, sitting up against the door to his room. The camera closes in on a green 20-ounce bottle of Wolf Bite Soda that Alex oh, has balanced it. delicately on the doorknob. Definitely a bottle of spray. Or seven up. Yeah. No, it's Wolf Bite. Oh, you're right. I love a classic wolf bite. Canadian drink. I wake up every morning to a, a small gallon of Wolf Bite. Yeah, wake up to it's a okay. bite of Wolf Bite soda. Eh? The doorknob turns, 
The bottle falls, and he is startled awake as Uncle Colin and Aunt Marta walk into the room. Look, I love that he put a trap there. That's great. But, like, if you move your head even a little bit, that bottle is going to fall down anyway. Not great. (laughs) Yeah. And also, you'll probably just be woken up by the door being shoved into your spine. Like, you don't really (laughs) need the bottle. (laughs) No, it's pretty. I don't, it probably but, took him longer to balance that bottle than it did for him to fall asleep and like. Actually, you gotta do something in there though. Like, he's locked sure. into the room and there's no PlayStation. Fuck. He didn't even get a Super Nintendo. Nope. He's got nothing. Alex jumps up and points some kind of pointy stick at his aunt and uncle, and Uncle Colin is like, "Whoa, there, little fella." I think it's like a gazelle statue. That's what it looked like to me, but I was like. I'm not going to say it's a gazelle statue if it's not a gazelle statue because that's such a specific thing to say that it is if it isn't. I will say, Brandon, a little inconsistency here. At Mm -hmm. one point in the shot, the gazelle statue, because that's what I'm going to refer to it as, has two horns. And then when he's pointing it at Aunt Marta and Uncle Colin or whatever, uh, one of the antlers is broken. So they must have broken the prop at some point. I'm adding that to the IMDb goofs section now. I'm not. April goofing around. Okay. Love it. That's one of my Twitch things. <laughs> Alex starts describing what happened to him. He says the Marlings from next door came over for a visit. And also, a little extra detail here, they're werewolves. Wah, he's wah, very wah. sassy because he's the sassiest fucking Goosebumps character ever. I like Alex. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Colin calls bullshit. But Alex mm-hmm. tells him, then explain this. And he opens the curtains to reveal the bars on the window bent with great force. Undeniable Colin can't right explain that. Well, I, but he tries to, saying... It must have been a bear or something. A, 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 a rabbit fox. I'd still be concerned if it was a rabbit fox. Okay, rabies is no fucking joke. No. A rabbit fox is perhaps way more scary than a werewolf. <laughs> Cortland, rabies is terrifying. Dude, I accidentally watched a video of somebody that had rabies and it was so scary. Oh my god. And you, you can get bit and not even know it. And then you just yeah. fucked. Yeah, like three weeks later, you start foaming at the mouth, and you're like, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm if dead you now. symptoms, you dead. Hey, like one person survived one time. There's a shot. Right. <laughs> I like those odds. <laughs> right. Alex characteristically rolls his eyes and tells Uncle Colin, no way, man. That thing was big and had sharp teeth, and it was furry. I'm sorry, but that's a werewolf. I knew you were going to say the story. It was great. You know what the thing is, though? He took a fucking picture of it, so he could be like, hey, by the way, oh, I took a picture, here. Oh, by the way, look, yeah, those pictures don't come up again. No, they don't. And then when they do develop them, they're like, hey, this is just that fat guy, Fietti, (laughs) watering his grass. (laughs) This is just a stop sign. Flavor town, baby. (laughs) Alex mentions that Hannah told him to stay out of the woods, and now he knows why. As soon as Aunt Marta hears that name, she's like, Oh, you've been talking to that girl? Her brother was bitten by a wolf behind the Marling's house. The wolf wasn't caught, though, and Hannah spent days trying to find it. The story's dumb. It makes no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make Hannah sound crazy or like you should not listen to her, and it also doesn't dispel the werewolf's thing, so... Exactly. So shut up, Aunt Marta. Why? Go make me some French toast. Uncle Colin explains that that's why they had to put bars on the window. To make sure he didn't go in the woods. Which is also dumb, because like telling a kid, hey, there's wolves that'll bite you, <laughs> is, is like a pretty good deterrent. Yeah, well, as long as he brings that good gazelle statue, he'll be fine. Yeah, just make sure it's not broken. God. Aunt Marta, again, tells Alex to not disturb the precious Marlings. 
And Alex responds, Oh, right. Let's be polite to the werewolves next door. Which, spoilers, is a better title to this The Werewolves Next Door. Oh, wow. Like the that. Werewolves Next Door. That's a very Goosebumps title. And they just throw it away. So is. I know what I'm going to say later. <laughs> <laughs> we cut to later. Hannah and Alex are walking together. I gotta mention uh, Hannah's fashion choices because they are just amazing. Yeah, agreed. She is wearing a 70s style suede fringe jacket over an ankle length flower printed dress. Yeah. She's got like combat bold boots on or something girl. too. <laughs> Very bold and I love it. Her fashion sense is all over the place and it's great. She is fierce. Meanwhile, Alex is just dumping around in an oversized windbreaker Dumpin'. vest, and it's like, get out of here, man. <laughs> hey, you know what? Who's you? Who do you think is more comfortable? The answer is Alex. I don't know. The that suede jacket looks pretty cool, <laughs> pretty comfy. Alex tells Hannah about the werewolf attack, and she says, "That's weird. Werewolves don't usually climb." Okay. Alex roll. <laughs> Alex rolls his eyes again and says, "Oh yeah. And how many werewolves have you seen?" He thinks he's got her with that one, but without a, even a little pause, she says, lots of them. He's like, excuse me. <laughs> and she says, yeah, in the woods. That's what I was trying to warn you about. I didn't think you'd believe me. I love that. Why aren't people just up front? Like, by the way, there's werewolves here. <laughs> I don't yeah. get it. Hannah explains that that's why her brother ran away. No one believed him about werewolves. Nobody said anything about her brother running away, though. That's, Yeah. Marta said that her brother got bitten by a wolf. and well, She uh, failed to mention the part where he ran away from Wolf Creek and has never been seen again. Yeah, and the part where he just ran away because people didn't believe him. Which is dumb in multiple ways because everyone in this town seems to believe in werewolves. So Yeah, really stupid. Guess yeah. what? Doesn't really fucking matter at all anyway. <laughs> no, it doesn't. This, this <laughs> sub- little subplot of Hannah's brother, uh, spoilers, unresolved. Yeah. Hannah tells Alex that werewolves used to have room to hide in the woods away from people. But now, with the trees being chopped down and cities being built, there's no room for them anymore. This is all just a PSA for deforestation. Yeah, they snuck a little environmental message in here. (laughs) But it doesn't land, because that's it. It's over. Yeah, yeah. While this conversation is happening, there's some Goosebumps creeper cam from behind a bush. Oh, no probably gonna be her brother or a werewolf in broad daylight based on pretty much nothing alex comes to the realization that this is what uncle colin and aunt marta's secret project is taking pictures of werewolves for the government for some kind of top secret x-files thing Uh, of course it's x-files thing nope wrong they saw that you were trying to get into that chillers magazine thousand bucks and they were like hey let's ruin a summer or wherever this (laughs) episode is taking place here yeah whatever this is because he's in school (laughs) Yeah, let's ruin his day. Let's enter in that. We could enter in that contest. We could totally take a better picture than this dumb kid. And we're going to get that thousand bucks. I mean, they're professional photographers. They could get a quick thousand bucks. Exactly. They've taken pictures of so many gazelle. They're definitely going to win that thousand dollars. Gazelle are pretty scary. Hannah is on board with all of this conspiracy craziness and asks what Alex is going to do about it. He tells her, first... I'm going to forget about this Chiller Magazine contest, which is just what they wanted. Sure. Yeah, right in in Aunt Uncle's hands. And Anna says, good idea. So she's working for them, clearly. Absolutely. 
Alex goes on that these werewolf pictures would be too good for Chiller Magazine. He needs to go national, leak this shit to the press. Yeah. Hannah doesn't like this part, though, and yells, No! That's really weird of her, but... Yeah, it is. She wants to protect the werewolves. But just then, the bullies, I guess, I guess that's what you'd call them, but, like, they're not really bullies. They're just kind of school people. School chums? Yeah. School acquaintances? I guess. Yeah, they don't really bully him. They're just kind of, like, slightly antagonistic. They're just accidentally part of the episode, I guess. They do, they do seem to just kind of wander onto set and say things. <laughs> Especially the one guy who all of his lines are like, I don't know, just parrot what the last guy said. And he's like, all right. Yeah, he's a parody of a, of, of a type of child, but uh, nobody I've ever known or met or anything like that. Nobody that's ever existed, but you know yeah, what he's doing. Yeah. Anyway, these bullies pop up from behind the bushes. Sean and Arjun, remember? Nope. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> How can you forget? An I name remember. Like Arjun? I'm, just, I'm just being a little silly. Okay, over you were having a goof. My expense. <laughs> Sean. Sean is like, "Hey, what happened to you last night? We waited for you for almost an hour. Arjun almost got eaten alive by mosquitoes." And Arjun adds, yeah. "Yeah, they like my blood," which is like the only actual line he gets. In both yeah, every other line is just him repeating, like, "Yeah, this." So yeah. I was surprised. That was probably the biggest surprise of the episode is that he had like a, a genuine good line there for a second. Well, I was like, I was like, whoa, Arjun's actually a person. I can't wait to see your notes where you probably circled it and, and underlined it a couple of times, bolded it with a highlighter. Uh, yeah. I mean, that that's pretty much what it looks like. But then I had more circles and highlighters for something later on in this episode. But we'll get to that. Oh, shit. OK, I'm excited. <laughs> Alex tells the boys that he didn't have to waste his precious time Going out to the woods to see the werewolves, the werewolves came right to him. Noise. The boys don't believe him, so he says he'll prove it. He tells them to be at the Marlings' house at midnight. Be there or be a chicken. And then he walks away like cluck, cluck, cluck. The super sassy clucks. Love it. So basically this is just a retread of the last episode where they didn't do the thing they were going to do. So they're like, oh yeah, let's try it again. (laughs) Yeah uh the recap for this episode was so short because they were like you know what we're just gonna refilm it and do it do it again in case you missed it that would be cool if they did like an episode where there's like a time loop kind of thing and then they just redid everything in the first episode yeah cool. i love time loops girl me too fucking love them they're the scariest thing we cut to a quick shot of the marlings shitty house and then we see aunt marta and uncle colin leaving in their sweet red jeep nice alex watches them go and then grabs the telephone he looks at a tabloid called the national exposer and gives them a mm. ring that's a weird name. Yeah. So here's a little uh, little taste of some of the headlines on the National Exposer. We've got footprints found on Mars, which is pretty basic as far as uh, these things go. Then we've got Little Bo Peep found wandering in Ireland. <gasps> there she is. I found her. Yeah, she was just found as if she was missing. Like, where's Little Bo Peep? Oh, she's in Ireland. She's in Ireland. Yeah. What are those magazines, Cortland? Because I used to see them when I was a kid. Never read and one. And be like Bat Boys doing this crazy shit. And the Pope was kidnapped by robots, robots or whatever. And I would look at them and I would be like, even as a kid, I was like, who the hell is reading this stuff? But it sounds pretty entertaining. 
to just read like a like a newspaper kind of thing about total bullshit? Well, I don't know what to say about it, Brandon, because I've never read one either, but I do know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, if I was an old woman or something, I would read them too. If I didn't have anything better to do in my life. <laughs> I don't have anything better. Gonna read the National Exposer. Sounds, I mean, honestly, that sounds like a really dirty. It does. Moving on. Now it's nighttime. We're outside of Alex's room. And suddenly, the door frame busts up into splinters as Alex forces his way out of a (laughs) locked room. Yeah, he's basically the Hulk. (laughs) Yeah. He He uses a crowbar, but still. I don't think I can do that. With a crowbar that he had in his room. He says, fuck my aunt and uncle's house. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. It's crazy. Now we see him walking through the woods. It's uh, it's supposed to be nighttime, I think. It's not. It's fake, but that's okay. <laughs> it's very fake, but it's it's supposed to be. He finds some werewolf prints in the mud, and he follows them to the fallen tree. He sets his camera up on a log, and then sits back with a bar of chocolate. I don't know where he got that, but that's fine. We cut to even later that night, or night, and Alex has eaten like six chocolate bars. <laughs> He's just sitting there eating chocolate. And these aren't, you know, like a Snickers. This is like a block of chocolate. Yeah, these are like fundraiser style chocolates. Yeah, these are these are chonky. And he and sucks he... because he just sits there and litters all over the place. Oh, yeah. So that environmental message from Hannah, like right over his head. Mm-hmm. He tells himself, oh, I've got to stay awake and bites another chocolate bar. Like, like, what does he think chocolate is? Caffeine, I guess. I mean, <laughs> technically, there's a little bit of caffeine in there, but still. <laughs> he thinks it's like energy bars. Like, he's going <laughs> to eat the chocolate and be like, woo! Yeah. <laughs> I'm wired up now. Yeah, he tried it six different times and it still didn't work. And he's like, well, here comes the number seven. Like, What's happening? I ate six bars of chocolate and I'm still sleepy. <laughs> Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He picks up his camera, and from behind him, a giant Chewbacca-looking werewolf stands up and roars at him. He screams an ear-piercing scream, Corlum. This is like Manaha level. Oh, I know. That's the same thing I thought. I'm like, whoa, (laughs) this is a good scream. Okay. Yeah, it's a great scream. And then we see that he was just having a little dream. So he pops out of that scary situation. Now, a grown man is standing over him, telling him that it's all going to be okay. And it's his teacher from school, in the middle of the woods. Alex is understandably like, what the fuck? And the teacher tells him that Hannah blabbed about Alex coming back to these woods, and he just couldn't let Alex face the werewolves alone. Alex asks him, do you believe in that werewolf shit? And the teacher turns away and says, of course I do. I have to. And he turns toward Alex, bearing fangs. And Alex screams himself out of yet another nightmare. So he had a double whammy slammy nightmare? Yep, he had one of those double nightmares. Oh my god. (sighs) What a waste of time. It's daytime now. And (laughs) Alex tells himself, that's it. No more chocolate bars before bed. So this kid (laughs) is just like alone sleeping in the wilderness all the damn time yeah kid poor kid (laughs) i like that first he thinks chocolate is like an upper oh my god And now he thinks they're hallucinogenic like (laughs) chocolate is just fucking wild in this moral of the story 
don't eat chocolate. <laughs> Stay away from chocolate, kids. <laughs> Can't handle that shit. So Alex starts walking his way back out of the woods, complaining about how he wasted his time and has nothing to show for it, when he happens upon the wrecked-up remains of his aunt and uncle's red jeep. Oh, shit. Just out there in the middle of the woods. He runs up to it, and he finds a big tuft of werewolf fur. He yells, no, and runs away (laughs) all the way back to their house. The camera is dutching hard as Alex runs through the house, and we hear growling noises as he races to his bedroom and immediately starts snapping pics of the creepy neighbor's house. I love this part. Yeah, this is where shit gets wild. He zooms way in on a pair of werewolves just chilling by the window. (laughs) And then the werewolf skin splits and juicy human skin pokes through. (laughs) Yes, wet. (laughs) Wet, sloppy human skin. (laughs) And then his aunt and uncle are just standing there naked. (laughs) He's taking pictures of it. He's just just watching from the window. And uh, snapping pics for for the national exposure. He's just sitting there taking pictures of his naked aunt and uncle. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> it's supposed to be scary, but it's not. No, not even a little bit. supposed to make sure his aunt and uncle. He's just like horrified. Like, oh my god. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm oh. glad he had film for this one. <laughs> he made sure oh. to save it for this one. Oh my god. I have Whew. plenty of things to talk about with that later. <laughs> Alex springs into action. He remembers that he busted the door frame to total shit and that that might be something <laughs> that might be something that his aunt and uncle notice. So he reaches under his bed and pulls out a hammer. Oh my god. He just got so much tools under there. He does. He's got everything under there. He's got a gazelle. He's got a crowbar. (laughs) Hammer, nails, chili magazine, all the good stuff. Hey there, everybody. Cortland here, your good buddy and your terrible trap setter. Thank you so much for joining us today, whether this is your first episode or you've listened to everything we got. We're just so thankful for you spending some time with us. We hope you take a moment to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash private island. We create tons of bonus content that can only be found there, like early release episodes, some bonus episodes, behind the scenes videos, bunch more. You can become a patron for as little as a buck a month and you'll get instant access to just a ton of great stuff. I'd like to take a moment to thank our current patrons, LeBron's Beth, Tristan, Redemption, Eddie, Venice Witch, and newest patron, Lyle, the Silver Goth, Stephen, Shane, Matt, Geraldine, Aaron, Brittany, Kyle, and Lindsay, Golden Day Day, Sarah, Matt, Faith, Derek, and Angela, and the Platinum Bostics, Kathy, Farron, Bryce, and Brian. Thank you for your support, everybody. Brandon and I truly appreciate it. Check us out on social media. That's at PRVT Island on Twitter and at Private Island Presents on Instagram. We make a bunch of content like GIFs, memes, videos, so much more. There's a ton of stuff out there already for you to enjoy with new content posted every week. We watch full-length episodes of Goosebumps and other shows on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, live on Instagram. We've got a sweet Linktree link in the episode description. You can find pretty much everything we've got going on there. 
our Discord server, Facebook group, and more. You can always connect with me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash privateislandc. I've been playing a lot of Resident Evil lately, and I think I'm going to be starting to speedrun it soon, so I hope you stop by and say hi while I'm playing. I'd like to take a moment to thank the Benevolent Badger for his work on the music for our show, aside from this theme dating star from Undertale, composed by Toby Fox. I'd also like to say thanks to Brandon for his uh, work on the artwork. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks again for stopping by and listening in, everybody. It means so much to both of us. For now, I'll let you get back to the episode, and I will talk to you again later. Bye. Back at the neighbor's shitty house, Uncle Colin and Aunt Marta are walking back to their house, toweling off all their werewolf juices. (laughs) It's hot under those werewolf costumes. (laughs) It's gotta be. Marta says, I know I heard something. What? She heard something back at their house. Alex is in his room, hammering the splintered wood into place somehow. And when that's done, he jumps into bed just as Colin and Marta start coming up the stairs. They open the door with a very old-fashioned key, very slowly, giving Alex enough time to notice that he left the crowbar in the middle of the floor and hide it. (laughs) They walk in the room to find Alex asleep. They stare at each other in Dutch angle and then walk out of the room. Not a millisecond after they're out, Alex throws the blankets off and sighs loudly. I love this because they're not wet anymore. They have gotten all of the werewolf goo uh, out of them. They're just normal, perfectly fine aunts and uncles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they had enough time while Colin was trying to jiggle that key for Marta to towel them both off. Oh my god. Wild. Absolutely wild. (laughs) Later on, Alex walks into the bright yellow dining room to find Aunt Marta furiously whipping up some French toast batter. I'd like to think that she's making whipped cream, right? Can I just give it? (laughs) No. (laughs) She is fucking whipping and flipping that shit. It's just egg and that's it. She asks if he wants some and he says, no thanks. Then Uncle Colin is like, come on, have some. And Alex folds immediately and agrees to sit down and eat. And the camera, as we mentioned before, is just back and forth rocking. It's good stuff. Like, it makes it tense, you know? It gives, like, that kind of, like, dreamlike, like, oh, what the fuck did this kid just see? These people are secretly werewolves and they don't fucking care. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. But, like, like if you're prone to seasickness, maybe sit this one out. Yeah, definitely. You could cut the tension in the room with a knife, and Aunt Marta awkwardly asks if Alex slept okay last night, because that bed can be, you know, a little bit hard. Oh, sure. She offers to buy him a new mattress, but Alex says, No, I like that mattress. Uh, uh, I love that mattress. Aunt Marta awkwardly walks away, and then awkwardly whips the mixture again. (laughs) Alex asks Uncle Colin if he is going to eat, and Colin tells him, uh, no, no thanks. thanks. We had a bite. We had a bite. We had a bite last night. I love this part. Like, okay. Hey, did you, are you guys going to eat? No, we had a bite. We had a bite. We had a bite last night. <laughs> last night. Last night. Bite last night. <laughs> yeah, it zooms like close to his mouth and then back out and then up to his teeth. It's. I think it's perfect. It's great. <laughs> also, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, he knows that you're werewolves, and you guys are just making jokes about being werewolves? I was very confused at this point. Yeah, they're, they're just like making uh, cute little jokes. But they weren't making jokes before we knew no. they were werewolves. It, it just isn't... 
look, I get it. If you're a villain, you have to make like subtle jokes <laughs> about it because like you get off on that stuff. Because it's happened mm. before in other Are You Afraid of the Dark episodes. One that comes to mind really, cl- really, really quick is uh, Tale of Captured Souls, where he's like, "Oh, I steal kids' souls." By the way, like, <laughs> we just like casually is like, "I'm, you know, I'm actually a hundred years old, but not saying it, but hinting at it." And it's just like, yeah. First of all, fuck off. <laughs> it's just the old like, you know, I'd like to have you over for dinner kind of. Yes, thing. yes. Alex's eyes bug out as he notices the headline on Colin's newspaper. It says, three hunters missing in woods. And they just had a bite last night, and the paper's already out, and... Yeah. Interesting. That's going to come up later, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Uncle Carl passes over a bottle of Three Little Pigs brand maple syrup and asks Alex, how's school? With the camera really close to his face. Alex uses this as an opportunity to be like, oh shit, I'm going to be late for school. Even though, as he runs away, Marty yells, It's only 7 o'clock. I thought it was going to be Saturday, but whatever. No, he's just got to get out of there. Walking with Hannah later, Alex tells her there really is no family called the Marlings. His aunt and uncle made them up, and they just used that house for their freaky wolf business. Yes. They get to their destination, which is the site in the woods where he found the wreckage of the jeep. But now, there's nothing there. That'll sure come up again. Alex, of course, is like, what the heck? It was right here. But Hannah, out of nowhere, just goes, hey, you just thought of something. What if some night they turn into werewolves and come into your room and tear you apart? Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Hannah, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I just thought of this thing that you need to be very worried about. Hey, what would happen if they just ripped you limb from limb? Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Chill the fuck out, Hannah. Jesus. Good lord. Good thing we can't hear any of that because the babbling brook is so fucking loud. Oh, that babbling brook does not shut up. (laughs) Alex figures that's why they lock him in the room, to protect him from them. Wolves are too stupid to use keys, I guess. Uncle Colin had such a hard time with that key himself, so it is pretty complicated. (laughs) I guess if even humans can't figure it out, then surely (laughs) wolves have no chance. They did bend those metal bars, like, it's not like a wood door would be anything for them, but whatever. It's true. The next day at school, Alex is the last one to leave the schoolroom, and his teacher stops him to talk. He has a big bandage on his cheek, and he tells Alex that he hopes the talk they had the other day doesn't scare him away from living in Wolf Creek. He apologizes for Sean's shitty behavior, but Alex asks the teacher... What if Sean was telling the truth, though? What if someone you knew was a werewolf? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The teacher is like, "Uh, I don't know, because werewolves aren't real and stuff, so... And Alex says to the teacher, Well, I I gotta go. Uh, My aunt's making pizza waffles, and she hates it when I'm late. (sighs) Ron Oliver Staple. Holy shit. I watched this with Kim, and she was like, pizza waffles? One time I made pizza waffles, and she was like, you're not the first one that made pizza waffles. I'm like, no, honey, stop. This episode was written and directed by Ron Oliver, who also wrote and directed The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner. Like, that must be something that he enjoyed when he was a kid, or he just thinks it's funny. Either way, he's right both ways. (laughs) Or he just, he had them as a kid, and he just thinks, like, everyone has pizza waffles. It's one of those. Like, that's just a very common thing. I adore that he brought that up again, though. I think it's great. Me too. 
That's where I use the rest of my highlighter that I mentioned earlier. Ah, yes, yes. Pizza waffles with three exclamation marks. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. As Alex turns to go, the teacher warns him, Be careful, sometimes legends bite. Fuck off. Yeah. Got a couple of things I want to say about this scene, Brandon. Go ahead. Um, the teacher has a bandage on his cheek, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Arjun had a bandage on his cheek. Yes. I thought that was going to be something. Spoilers. It's not. It's absolutely nothing. They. Do, I think that they probably had something written that it was going to be something, and then they, they had, had to scrap to. it due to timing or something. But it's weird. Uh, they don't explain it at all. It's on just the bandage on your cheek. Another thing he says is like something about like, oh, I hope you enjoy living here. And it's like, you know, he's not going to live here full time, right? Like his parents are going to get him, right? I don't know. I don't even know why he's enrolled in school or anything. It makes no fucking sense. No, I really, really. That, that's my biggest question of this episode is what the hell is this whole living arrangement? Setting. I don't get it. He's also got a picture, like a poster of some dolphins stapled up on his. On his uh, I mean, that those wall. come with classrooms. You can't do anything about those. You know what? I forget the dolphins. <laughs> okay. Beautiful, intelligent creatures. The dolphins, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome, dolphins. Later that day, Alex and Hannah are breaking into the fake Marling's house next door. As they fall inside an open window, we see Sean and Arjun are just watching from not that far of a distance. Mm-hmm. Once they're in the house, they immediately start looking for werewolf skins. And they have they have the shovel now, for some reason. The shovel makes its appearance. Ah, uh, the best character, yes. Yeah, they're just holding a shovel. Alex opens a wardrobe, and the werewolf skins are just kind of sitting there at the bottom in a wet heap. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> yeah, it must smell terrible. I bet, yeah. Alex even remarks that they are still warm. Ugh. Warm and wet. And hairy and sticky. The kids quickly scramble to put the skins in a garbage bag. Aunt Marta and Uncle Colin pop out of their house to check what's the hubba next door. And Hannah notices the sun is going down. Sure. The the kids manage to get out of the house just as the adults get in there. And Aunt Marta is like, where are they? Where are the skins? (laughs) Fucking what is going on? (laughs) This, This is all very weird. The werewolf skin stuff. Like, for a werewolf story, the idea that they're just, like, skins that you kind of slip on, like a costume, and then It's a unique take, take for it. Yeah. It's a take, yeah. We cut to nighttime. Okay. It's still a full moon, and Alex is busting his ass, digging a giant hole in the ground, Fucking while Hannah this. paces back and forth. Absolutely he even asks her, <laughs> he even asks her if she can take over for a little while. And she has the audacity to be like, no, I can't. I love this. (laughs) This kid is so efficient with this shovel. He creates the perfect hole with the perfect dimensions. And he's like, hey, do you mind taking over just a little bit? And she's like, no. Yeah. (laughs) This hole, it's like a legit grave. It's like six feet deep. Which, you know, if anyone has dug a grave out there, you know, takes a long ass time. Yeah, last time I did it, it was forever. <laughs> but this kid, <laughs> yeah. he knows how to, he knows his way around a shovel, obviously. <laughs> and Hannah literally just walking in circles while he's doing it. Love it. <sighs> Alex tells Hannah, this is almost over. Come on. But Hannah tells him, no. It'll never be over, Alex. And she runs never. away. She dramatically runs away. <laughs> yeah. And that's Hannah. She's gone. I mean, she comes back later, spoilers, but that's, yeah. that's Hannah. 
Now, alone in the woods at night, Alex starts getting watched by the creeper cam again. He can sense that someone is there, and he starts walking toward a place where he hears some weird sounds. Once he gets to some bushes, he's jump-scared by two werewolves. <gasps> well, instantly it's revealed that it's two bullies in werewolf costumes. I could feel those air quotes. Yeah. It wished so, me with some wind. It was great. It's Sean and Arjun. Sean growls. He's like, grrr. And Arjun just says, yeah, grrr. Oh, my God. And they rip this off kid. the masks immediately. Why are they here? I don't know, man. All right. They, they must have sat there for a good long time preparing this prank like with those masks on yeah they're in like these big fur coats and stuff they're fabulous yeah yeah, they just watch this kid dig a a perfect hole for like two hours (laughs) (laughs) yeah so they've been there for a long time they like call him over to the bushes he goes there they pop out and growl at him and then that's the end of the prank they don't like try to chase him or anything like that keep up the illusion that they're werewolves they're just like boo haha we got you we're actually people that's it (laughs) that's the prank alex warns them that they shouldn't be there sean is like "Ooh, are your werewolves gonna get us you don't think we believe in that junk do you even though sean was like the one who got his undies in a twist in class about (laughs) alex not believing in werewolves makes no fucking sense (sighs) suddenly Two werewolf paws whip out of the garbage bag that they're in and grab onto the bully's legs. They both give very unconvincing screams, and then they run off like Abbott and Costello. And they're just out of the show. That's it. Yep, that's it. They're done. (laughs) That's Sean and Arjun. Alex says, oh, no, you don't. And he beats the shit out of the (laughs) wolf skins in the bag with a shovel. (laughs) And then kicks them into the freshly dug grave. (laughs) And he is fucking going for it with that shovel, which is funny because those are people's actual hands <laughs> inside those <laughs> werewolf fur. <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, Alex just goes for it. He just smashes them with that shovel, whips them into that grave, starts dumping fucking dirt all over them, and then goes back for more and starts bashing them some more with the shovel. So good. It's so great. I love it. Yeah, the skins aren't going down without a fight, and he goes back and forth between shoveling dirt on top of them and beating them mercilessly. (laughs) This kid knows his way around a shovel. Like, quickly, he has pushed all the dirt back into that hole within a matter of seconds, and the hands are still out there, and he's like, "Uh uh-uh, fuck off! (laughs) Yeah, he's playing whack-a-mole with that hands reaching out of the ground. (laughs) I love it. It's wonderful. (laughs) When that's all done, we see the clouds parting and almost revealing the full moon. Aunt Marta and Uncle Colin come out from behind a tree like goddamn zombies. Yeah, they're fucking zombies for some reason. Where are our skins? Give us back our skins. That's, That's the curse, I guess. Yeah. Just then, the werewolf skins pop out of the dirt and start grabbing at him. He beats the shit out of them some more. While also trying to keep his family away with the shovel. Yep, he beats the shit out of these werewolf skins, which are now fully people, right? People in those, and he just smashes them in the head with the shovel. And then he turns that shovel around to his aunt and uncle and starts trying to beat the shit out of them, too. Yeah. Everybody's getting a piece of that shovel. Alex is a master when it comes to shoveling, and he just... It's his weapon of choice, okay? Yeah. He would survive a zombie apocalypse with that shovel. Oh, for sure. 
He tells his aunt and uncle that the moon's almost fully revealed and that they just need to wait a few more moments so that the curse will go away. Because as you recall, it's like if there's a full moon and you're not in your werewolf skin or something, it just stops. Oh, okay. Something like that. Sure. The clouds fully part now, and the moonlight cuts through the night and sizzles the wolf skins <laughs> as they roar in pain. Yep. Alex pushes his aunt and uncle to the ground just in time to avoid the gigantic fucking explosion <laughs> of the wolf skins blowing the hell up. Love it. This is like a top three explosion that we've It's seen. really good. Yeah. It is amazing. It's insane. Like, that's where all the budget went, was that fucking explosion. Whew. It was great. And, and I gotta say, after having seen it, like, money well spent. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch it, it over and over again right now. Spectacular. Fuck it. Boom! That's so good. Another <laughs> another another round. Boom! There it is. The boom! <laughs> it's so amazing. Yeah, it's great. Once that's over, Marta and Colin pop up looking like just normal, healthy people again. And she asks, Is it over? And Colin assures her that it is, and they all enjoy a nice family hug. Later on, in a dark room, Uncle Colin compliments one of Alex's photographs of absolutely nothing. Oh my god, he's sitting there, okay, he already (laughs) took pictures of his naked aunt and uncle, so they are on his film, right? So he's like, and look, Uncle Colin, this is the picture of you naked. (laughs) He's like, looking good, Alex. You really got my best side there. Look, you can see both your butt cheeks and everything. <laughs> Look, Uncle Colin, you're packing. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I'm keeping that in reserve. <laughs> and you're sexy Aunt Marta. <laughs> Damn, you're a lucky man, Uncle Colin. <laughs> Ooh, that's the best part. <laughs> Alex looks at all of his garbage photos and says, all that, and I still didn't get a good photo for Chiller Magazine. Yeah, because you took nothing. <laughs> like, he goes by, he's like, nothing, nothing. Like, yeah, we, we watched the Yeah, episode. we know. We saw. <laughs> we saw. Nothing, nothing. Guy Fieri, nothing. <laughs> Naked and uncle, nothing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Colin tells... Alex, maybe next time, and then he leaves. Upon closer inspection, Alex notices a little something-something in the corner of one of the photos. Uh He gets a magnifying glass and inspects it, and we see Hannah in a werewolf skin. (gasps) When did Hmm. he take that picture, though? We we don't know. He was probably just taking a picture of nothing, and she accidentally wandered into frame. Coincidentally enough, Hannah herself pops into the room just then. And is like, sup, Alex? He turns around, like someone who just learned that his friend is a werewolf. Yep. And she says, what's the matter? I said, I don't bite. And that's the end of the episode, Corlin. Oh, okay. All right. That's how it ends. Wow. You what know, wild episodes. <laughs> I didn't mind this episode watching it. Yeah. But talking about it with you, I think I love this episode. It's amazing. <laughs> There's some funny, great things in it, I gotta say. Oh, what a wild episode. Quite frankly, I don't even remember part one at all. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. You can just watch part two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I recommend that you do. I had, so, 
my thoughts of this episode i had a i had a really big question while i was watching it which was uncle colin and aunt marta know that they are werewolves like they took those skins off and they're like where the fuck are our skins i want to be a werewolf mm-hmm. again you know <laughs> like yeah they, they were just they want were, a hit of that that juice again they wanted to kill people and be werewolves and i was like <laughs> yeah why why that doesn't make sense and then they came back as zombies and i was like oh okay cool i'm glad that you let me know that they are good people they're just cursed you know they brought that curse element back into it mm-hmm. hannah on the other hand <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't make any mention of wanting to be a werewolf by any means and she didn't do anything bad and uh no she didn't make any werewolf puns or anything well, i no. guess she said i don't bite yeah, at the very end, when she could tell by his face that he knows now because she his did kid say has that no in part one. Face. Did she say that? Oh, okay, okay. I'm pretty sure she did. All right, I'll give it. I'm not going to watch part one to verify. <clears throat> no, do not. <laughs> Maybe in the watch party, I'll see it and be like, "Oh, there it is." But um, there's not really any foreshadowing that she is a vam or uh, that she is a werewolf. So no, this is just a classic. A like we need a we need a plot twist at the end. They can't be aliens this time. They can be worse. What's it going to be? <laughs> but uh, I know you said that like the original write of the episode was much darker and everything, and I'm really interested to see how that one would have turned out, but that's okay. We got this. We got the explosion. We got that shovel. It was pretty great. Yeah. Solid. Absolutely solid. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I love it now. I retroactively love it. That's why we do the podcast, so that we can retroactively love things after we talk about them. Yes. That's the part. I had a lot of laughs overall. Uh, it's not like my favorite or anything. <laughs> God, last stretch of the imagination. But part two is much, much better than part one. Yes, definitely. And I think overall, you know, it's an okay goosebumps. It's all right. I can see why I had a, a point one more score for <laughs> part one on IMDb. Yes, it, it deserved that. The explosion alone and the shovel. That shovel work. <laughs> that shovel, oh my the God. The shovel work, the <laughs> naked pictures of your aunt and uncle. It's great. <laughs> good lord (laughs) all right well Cortland. yeah i'm not going to discuss the cast because they're all the same people okay so that's that they're all the same people they're still okay but now that we're in part two and we've seen the whole thing what would you say is the moral of this episode moral of the story don't trust anybody in your life they're all fucking werewolves i knew it knew it you're a (laughs) werewolf especially if you go to wolf creek yeah they're all and you wolves. drink wolf soda or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, the episode wants to make a comment about like, oh, don't encroach on nature or whatever. Yeah, it's very but the actual though. moral is like, mind your own damn business and stay out of your aunt and uncle's freaky wolf kinks. Like, yeah, yeah, that's their business. Yeah. Yep. Um, don't take naked pictures of your aunt and uncle. Um, it's common sense. Learn how to fight with a shovel. It's the ultimate weapon. <laughs> Yeah, that will pay dividends. <laughs> Get trained in shovel, shovel <laughs> jets. So yeah, shovel. <laughs> Those are pretty good morals. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's pretty good. If you trash your Jeep, don't talk about it. Just, just ignore what, it. What was the deal now. with that? There was nothing. No, I don't know anything about the Jeep. The I don't know anything Jeep, about those bandages. The bandages. A lot of loose ends that they don't even tie up at all. Hikers or whatever. Like, yeah, I'm sure they're just murdered but like nothing about them no one cares i don't know why they're hunting at night like that i'm pretty sure that's illegal but whatever okay there's a lot of questions not a lot of answers in this episode whatever it's a bit of a mess but that's fine the explosion makes up for it uh alternate title 
Werewolf Skin, eh, it's kind of a lame title. Yeah, The Werewolf Next Door, though, you, you hit the nail on the head with that one. Really good yeah, title. Not bad. It's cute. It's goosebumps, essentially. It's good stuff. I think a thematically appropriate one for this one would be Stay out of the everywhere except your own room. Don't leave your room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Padlock that shit, put up bars, stay in there. Something about French toast, probably. This aunt and her ability to make French toast, she just loves making it. Yeah, French toast, waffles, pizza or otherwise, I'm sure. Yes. Breakfast food is the real deal. All right, well, I think that's it for that. That's it for this whole thing. We are done with werewolf skin. Hooray! Another two-parter down. So, Cortland, next week, we've got a little episode called awesome ants oh lord okay. <laughs> what a title well, i can already say that we're not going to think of a better title than that but what do you think it's about god well first of all this has got to be a short story right i don't remember yeah there ain't no goddamn cover for awesome okay. ants okay it sounds for my first like my initial wave of emotions is disappointment <laughs> all right expand on Get, that Getting solid, uh, go eat worms vibes. Like, let's be real. Ants are pretty awesome. Not, I mean, that's true. They're but okay. like, I don't want to watch a half an hour horror anthology show about ant- fucking ants, okay? <laughs> um. So awesome. I mean, awesome means big. So I'm hoping for giants, maybe? I know that was, you know, a thing back in the 50s or whatever. People. Oh, yeah. Big ants. Like, giant ants was like, you know, a thing. What was what were the giant ants movies called? Giant ant movie. It came from the desert. Oh, that's twenty seventeen. Empire of Ants. Them. Them. That was a giant ant movie, wasn't it? I've heard of them. So maybe it's going to be kind of like an homage to them, with giant ants. The thing I know about giant ants is that they are featured in Zombies Ate My Neighbors, which is kind of like a spoof on a bunch of horror movies and stuff. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Giant ants is what I'm going to go with. All right, from naked ants to giant ants. Oh Oh my god! Awesome ants coming next week. Um, I have my my worries here though, Brandon, because we didn't get a giant praying mantis like I expected. So, God, could you imagine them trying to do a giant ant episode but without the giant ants? That would be incredible. But you know what though, we have had a giant ant already from Monster Blood Part Two. It was in the plane, so that's true. better than that. Hopefully better than that. All right. Well, we're gonna find out a week from now. Yeah. Okay. So join us for awesome ants, won't awesome. you? Awesome, awesome, <laughs> awesome. Stretching. Oh my god. Okay, we, we're done. We're fucking all right. Done, <laughs> I've been up all night. <laughs> See you next week. Hi everybody. Bye everybody. My aunt's making pizza waffles.